What's up, filmmakers and moviegoers? I'm Zach. And this is Eric. And we are the Easy Podcast. You're listening to us. I don't know where you're listening to us, but you're listening to us. On your favorite streaming platform. Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, This is episode, I think, 29 now? 28? Is it 29? It's either 28 or 29. I'll cut this out if I'm really wrong, but uh, pretty sure it is. And uh, we're going to mostly be talking about uh, 28. Oh, geez. Gosh. Almost at 30. Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Not just Detective Pikachu. Pokemon colon Detective Pikachu. Because this is going to be a cinematic universe. I can feel it already. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, But first off, what have you been doing? What have you been watching? Uh, well, I watched Endgame a few more times. Of course. Um, since the last time we did this. I watched it and once, too. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, don't don't grovel for a couple of weeks and then move on with tremendous guilt. <laughs> go ahead and see it again. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Get those Avatar numbers up there. Absolutely. Yeah. We got to um, take Avatar down. I, they're, they're going down. I didn't. I, I thought I would miss more the first time I thought I missed things the first time, but, uh, watching it again, there wasn't a whole lot. I really missed. There's a lot going on. There is a lot that going I'm on. now noticing more. And, and, and certain scenes were actually a lot shorter than I realized they were. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time seeing it and spoilers for Endgame, just for a yeah. minute here. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Spoil. Yeah. The spoiler. Band's been lifted, yeah. If you so. haven't seen it by now, yeah. gosh, what are you doing? Listening to this podcast. Um, but yeah, the rocket scene where, you know, Avengers head HQ gets hit and rockets under the rubble and he's saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Well, the first time I saw that, that felt like a really long moment. It's like two seconds yeah, it's in, not in the actual shot. Yeah. Um, lots and of then that. the water rushes in. Right. Like, it's almost instantly. Yeah. It's within five minutes and, or not, not even that probably. And it just seemed like there's there's so much movie in that and the first time you're watching it you're just so bombarded with yeah. everything because it's just a right. constant like right. uh barrage of of action and, and moments and and character development um but you've seen it 13 12 12 12 so far 12 times now. 13 and 14 this weekend and it's coming. interesting because you've been talking yeah. about like things you would cut out now yes i'm up to five scenes that i would cut F- entire scenes entire not scenes. just shorten not shorten completely cut five scenes that then mm-hmm. it would not ruin the storyline right or movie you wouldn't be lost way. at all you wouldn't know wow i'm curious to see if like somebody will do an infinity war slash in-game edit and, mm, that sounds and like not, maybe maybe we yeah, should maybe you should <laughs> um but not just like butting them back to back actually cutting them differently you know yeah, i've watched uh, or uh, and listened to different commentaries on how end game starts how infinity war ends and where they were gonna cut like originally the idea was is the opening scene with hawkeye oh right was supposed to be either an end credit scene or an ending scene at the, at the infinity war. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, and, and I think they made the right choice because it, it opens end game with a lot more poignancy. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's kind of like a reminder of what happened. Yeah. You know, in case you were, yeah. I mean, you didn't forget of what happened in infinity war, but still you, you get the, the weight of it. Absolutely. immediately again and then, and then it it resolves the hey where's hawkeye the yeah. whole time you know so yeah. there's that yeah and i think ant-man and the wasp helps that because now you know you have the shot of his ankle bracelet yeah from his uh his uh what at home prison or whatever you want to call it yeah uh house arrest that's, that's the phrase i'm looking for um 
and you had a lot of that in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. It was kind of the whole yeah. like plot point of that. And um, so now Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, you're like, oh, so he had the same house arrest thing as Ant-Man and it connects it all. And yeah, it's 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 a really good opening scene too because I, I remember the first time it was just kind of like you see them in the field and you're like, <laughs> well, I know what's going to happen. And you're like, oh no, don't open with this. Yeah. Like it's such a bummer. I mean, the first probably half dozen times going to see it, you, most of the audience is their first time. Yeah. So I'm sitting there anticipating the, oh, yeah, right. which the, happened every yeah, time. Yeah. The whole, like the whole theater just was like, oh. I know. It's so audible. Yeah. There's so many audible moments in this. And when we saw it again, so we saw it last Sunday, so it had been out a week and a half by then. There was still, yeah, there were still people that were seeing it for the first time. and Sniffling. Lots of yeah in the dark and and, and the in <laughs> the final you know the final moment um, I won't spoil it in case somebody's still listening but uh, the, that final moment I mean just the theater was silent just silent and yeah. that's something I don't hear very often in the theater anymore usually oh. you'll still hear like some idiot on his phone or <laughs> you know like I don't know just something um, but it was it was dead silent and yeah. there you could have dropped a pin yeah. uh, people respected that moment and you don't get that a lot yeah in, in films now. even after 12 it's still the same way yeah. I mean it's, I'm sure there's still a lot of a significant number of first timers. Yeah. That are people waited and yeah. They and were like, so, I don't want to deal with all the crowd. Well, yeah. yeah. And it's been hard to get tickets because oh, that's sold true out everywhere. Yeah. Even, even two weeks, two and a half weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but besides that, uh, you've been watching something on Netflix you talked about. Yeah. So fastest car. <laughs> yeah. A few episodes ago, you brought um, this up. Yeah. And I, so I, there's, I think there's eight episodes. I'm through five so far. Um, last night I cheated and I fast forwarded the last 10 minutes because that's where the drag race happens. That's where the fun stuff yeah, is. I mean, yeah. they, they, you know, the first, they're, they're like 35 to 40 minutes long and the first 40 minutes or first 30 minutes of its backstory for mm -hmm. all the car builds. Yeah. So the premise is there's three sleeper cars and one supercar you know, be it a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or a Viper or whatever. And then, you know, you've got like this 1987 Thunderbird oh, and then, you know, this Cadillac DeVille that's, and, um, like a Chevy S 10. Oh, wow, truck. Yeah. So, and, but they, they beefed up, you know, they've got nitrous, they beefed yeah. up the motors and they've done all this crazy stuff. Um, but it's fun. It's fun to watch. I mean, it, it it's a, I'm totally into the car thing. I've I've built a few cars over my tenure in, in tenure. Yeah, that's a good way <laughs> to put good, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a. I got yeah. built an Audi S4. I've had a few of those, and then I built a couple of drift cars back in the day when I was doing that. Now this show is just it's just drag racing, right? Yeah, straight it's line. pretty much a straight line yeah. quarter mile. Because it's funny because if you think about it, four cars side by oh, side, all at once. It's all at once. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so it's not okay. your traditional two and two, and you're looking at the time. Right. Finish. It's it's a straight it's, free for all. It's a straight fast yeah. and furious wow. four lineup from from first across the finish line. Yeah, if any of these cars though tried to go up against that supercar in like a track, just forget it. Just toast it. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean this only works in a straight line. It, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it's all about the power and the quarter mile time. Yeah. Is it shot so. pretty interestingly? I mean, yeah, or straight I mean, up like Discovery Channel documentary. I mean, there's you know, I would say there's 
some creativity when it comes to shot selection. Um, as the episodes have gone on, it's gotten a little bit more where there's either a big boom or a drone shot that's pulling away. So there's there's some, you know, peppered in there. But, there, yeah. you know, I would say the majority of it's kind of Discovery Channel style. There was um, somebody wrote an article. I can't remember um, a, a, f- a film website that I, I followed for, gosh, probably 10 years now. Um, film or first showing dot net posted I, I think they re like re shared it or something on facebook um this guy wrote an article about how drone shots are ruining documentaries <laughs> and it's funny because you were talking about this uh, yeah. with the uh finding leaving, neverland yeah, or leaving, leaving neverland, neverland. Yeah, yeah it and, was like this gratuit yeah i mean it's a poignant story but it doesn't need to be two two hour segments no and 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 i would i would venture to say there's an hour of that total four hours that's just gratuitous drone shots ridiculous <laughs> and it was funny because I, I watched um the case of uh oh gosh um Madeline McCain from oh, McCain yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I watched half of that. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, yeah, it, I watched it after we had that discussion uh-huh. of leaving Neverland and it's just full of drone shots too. Yeah. And so I'm going to, I'll, I'll tweet out this article um, that I found and it's, it's really interesting and brings up a lot of really good examples. And I totally agree with it. It's become, I, I, I don't even, it's become Overused. the GoPro, you know, yeah. when the GoPro finally hit that, like it's good enough quality to be in, in film, people started throwing them on everything. Right. Yeah. And it just oversaturated the look and it wasn't it's very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, gosh, they used it in the Hobbit for crying out loud. So and it looks terrible, especially when you watch it on an IMAX screen. Um, I don't want to talk about that. I did use, so we shot a, we shot a, um, a pilot show for the golf channel and, mm-hmm. And how long ago was the, this was this 15? Yeah, no, this was, uh, it's about seven years ago. Oh, okay. And we were shopping this, this, uh, golf show, um, to a few networks and I just happened to have some GoPros with me. Go figure. Yeah. Um, as we're talking about the overuse of drones and GoPros <laughs> right. back in the day. Yeah. But I, I thought. The, you know, the what what made GoPro really cool is it was so tiny you could put it in all these different places. And so I had never seen this shot before. So I took the GoPro, pointed it up, and I put it in the bottom of the golf cup. Right. And so you could see kind of clouds going by, and then the golf ball rolls in. Yeah, that's a killer shot. It. it was cool. Well, I mean, it that, was that's super a cool. shot that warrants the GoPro. Right. Yeah. Instead I of mean, just, that's hey, a proper use y- of yeah. it because it was like, oh, okay, here's here's a way we can't. And that was the only shot that we used it on. Right. Um, because it didn't, back then, it didn't have the stabilization that yeah, they do now. Yeah. And we tried to hook them up to the golf carts as we're driving oh, on just it. a mess. And it was a shaky. Yeah. But yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Nowadays, they're probably strapping them to the golf club and sure. the people's shoes and the golf bags and the caddies. Well, and the and stabilization now <laughs> is for the seven is, yeah. is unreal. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I, I think that's their technology. GoPro yeah. will become a, an, an image stabilization software company eventually because yeah. they're not selling cameras anymore. Well, and, and their drone failed and, miserably. And, and the, uh, 
the leak that you sent me earlier this week where oh, DJI right. is now getting in the action yep. camera game. I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah, I am too. Um, but what's interesting about that is uh, what's it called? The, the Osmo Action, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has a front monitor and a back monitor so that you can watch yourself while you're doing selfie mode. Oh. And then if you turn it around, you can see also. Um, they're announcing that next week, I think. Yeah. So on the 25th or something. Was it the 15th? Oh, maybe the 15th. So that, that was a couple days then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that was an interesting leak to come across because it looks just like a GoPro. Sure it does. Um, but the thing yeah. that I like about DJI is it doesn't have that GoPro look. You yeah. know, there's something about uh, DJI has kind of perfected the compression ratio um, yeah. in a lot of ways. I'm not saying it's as good as a as a red or an airy or something, but yeah. it looks great for such a small form factor. I mean, we use the Osmo Pocket in Liberia, and when it's shooting 4K at 100 megabits per second, it looks amazing. Right for something that I can fit in my pocket. Yeah, and that's less than. $400. Oh yeah. It, it was crazy. <laughs> so it's accessible to everybody and yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a handheld easy gimbal to, in yeah. your hand easy and to yeah. use for, yeah, it's really great. Um, something that I've been watching, um, which I'll talk more about next week because it's the finale, uh, is game of Thrones. Oh yeah. yeah. I heard so, last night was pretty awesome. It was, it was season eight. Hasn't been great. <laughs> Uh, a lot of a lot of like kind of stupid decisions. This was a redeeming episode. It from depend, the last I think couple it depends on who you heard. ask. It depends on who you <laughs> At ask. At least that's what the the Twitter stream. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of Reddit seems to be okay with it, but yeah. um, I I don't know. It just seems kind of um, uh, this whole season has felt a little um, forced. A little. Uh, I think somebody commented on uh, on a post and it said like, you know, when you're when you're required to do a ten thousand word essay and you're at uh, nine thousand fifty and you need to get those extra you know nine hundred and fifty words. <laughs> this is what that season feels like, oh. where they're just rushing it to try and then just filling it with whatever words they can. Um, there's a lot well, of that. This is the final season. This is the final season of this yeah. series. They're going to do a prequel series, I think, but uh, there'll be spinoffs. I'm yeah, sure. there's yeah. spinoffs. But this, it just feels right. It feels like they, I wanted another season so that they could really slow this down. And like, there's a lot of what, what you call in the video game world, like fast travel, mm-hmm. um, where all of a sudden like characters are in the same episode are from one place to another that would have taken them months to get to, um, in the, in the original seasons, like the earlier seasons, they didn't show up in that location to like maybe the end of the season, but now they're in the same episode showing up. So they're moving things really, really fast. Um, and then they're kind of doing some character things where like it, it's it's a little predictable. Um, there was a, a big one I won't spoil because I know a couple of people that listen to this are behind. Um, but there is something that happens in this last episode that you just kind of like, I you know, I thought that was probably going to happen, but I would have really liked for it to have not to, you know, mm, to actually mm-hmm. kind of go against what right, was probably yeah. going to happen. Yeah, um, but it still happened. Well, speaking of that. Um, another thing I've been watching is uh, uh, Ryan Connolly's Film Riot uh, uh-huh. ch- uh, YouTube channel, and yeah. uh, we had a chance to to meet Ryan and chat with him um, at NAB, and that's one of the things that he talks about. So he's a filmmaker, and so Film Riot is a filmmaking YouTube channel, and he's been doing it. And turns out he also went to the same film school that you did. Uh, when he when he first started Film Riot, it was it was interesting because I think I was in 
I think it was in film school when he started it, or I was just out of it. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And he had kind of like his intro music thing was, was a little similar to what it is now, but it said, you know, like uh, filmmaking tips and blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, and also interviews by Full Cell. And, and like, I don't think that ever happened. It was just kind of something that he was hoping to, to have happen. Um, but I always thought that that would have been great. I mean, he used to live in Florida. Yeah. Um, after, but then he moved to Austin. Is he in Austin oh. or Dallas? He's, he's in, I'm pretty sure he's in Austin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I wish I would have known that when I was there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's in Austin still. Um, but yeah, he's, he, I mean, he's one of the biggest indie filmmakers on YouTube that's putting out like actual quality you know, YouTube videos and not just random, whatever, you know, like unboxing videos or whatever, you know, nothing Um, against unboxers, but yeah, I totally agree. Um, the, the content is, um, he brings a lot of great value. There's, there's lessons in the field that he's bringing in tips and tricks and how to's and, um, it's just a, a, a very rich wealth of knowledge and experience that he's bringing in. And I really appreciate that. But that was one of the things that he said in one of the episodes I, or, uh, that I listened to or uh, that I watched recently was is that um, he was doing a, a, a scene that kind of had the anticipation of a jump scare at at the end or like a jump reveal you know like a scare reveal there's guys in the bathroom and he's kind of reflecting on whatever that moment was and then he went the exact opposite direction and and that remind you know that reminded me of that when you said that because it's like we we as an audience we're anticipating these different things and part of what makes for a good director filmmaker is, is that, Oh, we set you up, but right. we're going another, you know, you, yeah. you, you, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? You subvert expectations. Yeah. You subvert the expectations. You kind of, you, you, you redirect and, and, and the payoff is, is not what you expected. Right. Which, you know, there's these little Easter eggs of, of anticipation and, and build and then payoff. Right. So there's the setup and then, you know, so if you can surprise the audience, mm-hmm. no pun intended, um, cause you know, the jump scare thing, you know, you can almost see those. Like when we talked about uh, Halloween, yeah. right. There's plenty, there's some jump scares in there and you anticipate you know that. Going, you, yeah. yeah. You know, they're coming cause it's that type of movie. Um, but if you can, if you can do the jump scare thing in a way where it is a surprise, yeah. Which you know now you're. Oh, well, I think you know leading somebody into a jump scare and then not doing it, you know, subverting that expectation. To me, like that's that's great, and yeah. you, you have to earn that, right? Because now, like that's that's tension building, exactly. Because you've built up your tension, you built up your your anxiety, yeah, and, and then you don't you don't release it, yeah. And so now you're even more anxious for when the next one's going to come up, mm-hmm. yeah. And and you know it's going to be you know it's going to be there the next time because you can't do that over and over and over again, right? Um, you have to really earn that, but yeah, I I agree. I think that's a great. Like, especially in horror, that's a great way. The one thing, you know, something that's coming up, um, which I want to talk about real quick is the, um, it chapter two, oh, it, right. uh, that yeah. trailer came out mm-hmm. and uh, it looks great. And I think the casting in it is incredible. Um, my boy, my boy, uh, Bill Hader in it from, from Barry, you mm-hmm. know, uh, let's check that out. But he, 
the the first one the first chapter one uh it had a lot of those jump scares like yeah. with the swells and the music yeah and i don't i don't care for that it feels very forced to me and i was never a fan of like jump scares not that they scare me because they that's i think that maybe that's the issue is that they don't scare me well yeah and and like you mentioned the the score the score swells to yeah. that to that point so it's kind of like okay here it comes and it the, and and there was a lot of that kind of pre-sale yeah. and then here you you know and then here's your payoff so if you're going to do a jump scare like do it don't yeah. give me any sort of warning just freak me out and yeah. there's there's been a couple of i mean i think halloween had maybe one or two where i actually kind of jumped yeah um because there was no lead up to it it was just all of a sudden right it there's happened. no score that's yeah. tipping you off or anything of that nature yeah, yeah. and that's that's my fan i mean i'm yeah. I, i'm not i'm not gonna rag on the jump scare too much a lot of people are into that that's a huge market horror but uh hopefully the it chapter two has a little less of that yeah and uh but i'm really excited to see that Mm-hmm. Did you see the first one? I did. Yeah, yeah. And, and it scared you. It was. It was. Uh, you, you don't like horror that much. I. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't like horror in my in my household. Oh because right. It, did you see it with your family? Wife, um, I think I saw. Well, I saw it twice. The okay. first time I saw it, I think it was with my son, and then my daughter, my youngest daughter, really wanted to see it. And <laughs> friends were seeing. I'm like, oh, this is gonna. It's be a bad idea. <laughs> because yeah, they get creeped out that the, here's the main reason yeah. my wife gets nightmares and then it wakes me up in the middle of the night so it's inconvenient <laughs> the second one is is it creeps out my daughter and then um yeah then i just have to deal with the aftermath at home <laughs> yeah. and that I, then yeah. I don't want to deal with that so there's well, a very well, limited amount but yes we did i did take them to see it um and Actually, I think my wife went too, and you know, half the time they're like all freaked out, and, and so part of it's entertaining watching them. Yeah, that's two shows in one, yeah. right? There. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was it was more for me. It was more the just the psychological aspect of it. Yeah, it's like oof, mm. yeah, and I'm I'm yeah. into that. I love yeah. the psychological, suspenseful horror yeah. as opposed to just slasher kill them. I know you. Um, do. Although I, I do have a soft spot for the old school yeah. slasher films. Yeah. But um, to me, that's just because they're kind of hokey and fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, fun. That's yeah, a they're word fun. I would <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you know, Kevin Bacon getting a, a uh, fire poker stuck through his throat. Oh, sure. Friday the 13th. Or uh, Drew Barrymore. Like, Drew, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, seriously, Drew, like, seriously, put the phone down. <laughs> or call the police. Run. The phone's yeah. clearly working. Call the police. Yeah. My, yeah. It was funny. So, one of the first. Um, Films I did with my son, this was way back. This is probably nine years ago. We did this green screen thing and we, it was for Halloween and we did this, how to survive a horror film. Okay. Yeah. And we took all the dumb parts out of like these very, and, um, Scream was one of them where, um, the guy was chasing Drew and she trips on nothing. Right. And it was like, it was all just, Hey, let's go hide in the closet. Like, <laughs> duh, you're not getting, that's so dumb. You know, it's like yeah. all the dumb things yeah. that happen in the, in the Don't plot Don't immediately lines. run into your car and leave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I, I could know. actually escape this. Well, but, it's like that, you, that you know, Geico commercial <laughs> where it's like the, it's plays in front of a couple of movie theaters, but, uh, is it like a horror movie Geico commercial? And then, 
they're like, hey, should we get into that running car over there? Oh, and right. the girl no, goes, no, let's, let's go, go into on. that shed. Yeah, with all, with the, all the sh- yeah. sharp <laughs> all metal the, objects and yeah, and then, and then and the everything. slasher just like pulls off his mask. And he's like he's disappointed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's really good though. Yeah, same idea. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fun. That's funny. Um, well, featured presentation for this week is Pika Pika. Do that again. Pika Pika. Keep going. You have to talk in Pika Pika for the rest of the podcast now. Oh, Pika Pika. Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's a good one. Uh, Yeah. Get in the mental fetal position (laughs) on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. The method act real quick. Yeah. Oh man. I can't do it when you're watching. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're of course talking about Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. The first in what was sure to be very many Pokemon movies uh, coming out in the next few years, I'm sure. Not a fan of the release time though. I know we've talked about in the past about how important is, is, when it's released yep. because it came out right in the shadow of Endgame. This would have been a really good September release. I think so. I like think right when school gets back in and, yeah, and kids kind of want something to do. Yep. Yeah. And yep. it it doesn't really, because kids aren't quite all out of school yet for summer here in yeah. the States. And the main audience, I will say the main audience is younger kids which is yeah. crazy to me to think that pokemon has been around for 23 four, 24 years i think yeah and it's still popular with another like even another generation well and i mean you've got pokemon go that came out a couple right. of years back and um what is it it's going on three years now and smash brothers I mean, and was, yeah. pokemon let's go is was, now yeah, yeah and it was such a a phenomenon of getting people out and like for me i didn't play pokemon when i was younger because it like i was old older when that released and i wasn't into that thing and so and even in the video game culture i wasn't into that that aspect of it but when the pokemon go came out and my kids were into it and I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll load up the van with seven <laughs> right. of your friends and let's go drive. Like we yeah. literally drove around yeah. all night. Like one night we were out till 4 a.m. Dang. Catching Pokemon. And, and it was such a, it, such a social experience too, because you see other people and you're like, you're not usually out of the house. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the, we went, <laughs> we, there was places. So we were in downtown Round Rock and this is like 2.30 in the morning when you would think all the bars are lighting out. Yeah. And it, and it's kids and families. Right. That are, I mean, it was pat, there was 2,000 people out there in yeah. this like six square block area. Yeah. And the cops are rolling down. And here's how cool it was. The cops were like, hey, by the way, there's a Charizard up on top. Because <laughs> they're the, playing uh, it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're, and so you got this whole. like and You just see a, a horde pe- of people. Because people hadn't seen a Charizard yet. And so they go, I mean, it was yeah. just like this massive exodus of people <laughs> up to the, the parking structure. It it's, was hilarious. It's a cultural experience, man. Yeah, and it was fun. It's crazy because the, the showing we went to, we went to a Thursday night, so opening night. Yep, same. And it was, um, it wasn't packed, but it, it was full of a variety of people, you know, you, I had, we sat next to, um, a mom and I think it, the dad was on the other end, but a mom and like three of their kids and uh-huh. then the dad, and then behind us was a whole row of kids. And the thing that kind of blew me away though, is like, they were all into it. Like all yeah. those kids were into, it. but then there was, um, teenagers and then 20 somethings. And then my age, you know, and I, I, I'm probably the age that grew up with it from the beginning. Cause I'm right. 30 and it's 
crazy that all of them were kind of like the same. They all were like the same person, you know, none of them, there wasn't a whole lot of differences. It wasn't like, you know, three, three punk kids in the corner, you know, texting and, and talking the whole time. Or there wasn't a bunch of kids running around. They were all into this movie. Yeah. And that brings me to like my first point is that this movie is definitely for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is, it's pretty straight. It, yeah. There's not a whole lot of depth to it. Yeah. Um, except for the, the twist at the end, if we will. Oh, it's very <sighs> so twisty. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the story is it, it left a little bit to be desired yeah. on uh, as a, as a, as a 30 something year old, you know, I want that also I'm a movie, but a movie guy, you yeah. know, and I want a little more depth to it. Yeah. Um, but I totally understand what they did. They played it really safe, at yeah. least in the story regard. And, um, but other than that, I think this movie was, it's, if nothing else, it's a lot of fun. And it's kind of a movie for everyone. Yep, I um, would totally agree. You know, in game, yeah, you had you had to have seen twenty something movies, kind of, you know, maybe six, but um, you had to have a history behind that. Well, that's funny that you even bring that up because I've been getting calls and texts and and tweets for the last month, um, two weeks leading up to, and the two weeks since the release was like, hey. Because everybody knows what a n- nerd MCU you are. Nerd I am. Yeah. Like, hey, what movie do I need to see? Do yeah. I need to see Captain Marvel? Do I need to go see what what what? Because you know people haven't seen all right twenty one leading up, and they were like, uh, and so I'm like, okay, this is how much time you have. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much time you got? Okay, yeah. you have twelve hours. Well, you need to watch this, 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 and this. Yeah, and yeah, it's funny. But yeah, you're right. I mean, people. I think. Pokemon Detective Pikachu took a safe, uh, relatively safe approach to the story arc. Um, Yeah, I mean, the story beats and stuff, there's not a whole lot of meat to it you know yeah. there's there's a villain and the villain does the villain thing that you know the villain thing is yeah. going to happen and then the, i mean there is the the twist at the end um which if you aren't familiar with the game which by the way this is based off of a uh nintendo uh ds game like yeah. back in like this is pretty old actually yeah um and it's not based so it wasn't on like a playstation or a nintendo GameCube or even a switch or anything it's it's just a, it was just a handheld game right and so if you didn't Which know, i didn't play I right didn't, i wasn't like again, I, and i never did either but was, um i knew the story just because it's of how old it is it kind of i kind of just figured it out as i went you know heard about it um but my wife didn't know anything about it so the twist yeah. at the end is kind of like whoa she you know um but the cg in it it was lacking. It was lacking a little. Pikachu looks incredible. Pikachu, the even money is what? there. Oh man, they did. They yeah. did use a good amount on Pikachu and the uh, uh, Bulbasaur. The Bulbasaur's, yeah. Even just the texture, the skin, and mm-hmm. the, I mean, it was like you know very frog-like. And I was like, man, th- those two particularly yeah. really stood out to me as really well done. And then the, I think the Charizard in the ring battle looks pretty good for the most part there's a couple yeah. of moments but like where he where he right before he gives him something he uh <laughs> he looks really good avoiding spoilers yeah avoiding spoilers <laughs> um he look, i thought he looked really yeah, good he, yeah i mean because i mean again another prominent pokemon character in in the you know in the scene so 
I, I was just, I was, I was, I'm like spent, like we talked a little bit about this earlier in the week and it was like, man, mm, if they would have just spent a little, like 50K, 50 million yeah. more on the CG yeah. and, and really just. Or, or cut back a little bit, maybe on, cause here's, the, I looked this up. There's 65 different Pokemon in this yeah. throughout. And, um, I mean, there's more than that. There's multiple of the same Pokemon, right? but if they would have maybe cut that back to yeah. 30 or something and not right. worried so much about it, um, because uh, if you've seen the trailer, you know, Mewtwo's in this, but, um, if uh, there was a, there was a lot of Mewtwo that I wanted to look a little bit better. Right. Sometimes he just kind of looks like an alien. I mean, I get right. that he kind of is, but, um, didn't, didn't really feel like the same as the Pokemon. Right. I think that might just be a Mewtwo thing though. In general is he kind of doesn't really feel like a real Pokemon for some reason to me. Um, but yeah, 65 different kinds of Pokemon in the whole movie. And then, um, the visual effects company, the main one is this company called MPC motion picture company. Mm-hmm. And, um, Eric Nordby was the lead, uh, special or visual effects supervisor on it. And he, he had an interview uh, with some, some website, I can't remember. And he was talking about how kind of the internet was doing this. They had that very beginning when the trailers came out, they had like kind of a backlash about Pikachu being fuzzy, you know, kind of having fur. And he was like, but he is, well, I guess it's never shown whether he has fur or not because in the car, in the cartoon, he's just, you know, smooth yellow. Yeah. But also in the cartoon, like the, um, a couple of other Pokemon that clearly are supposed to have fur don't have, you know, definable fur because it's a sure. cartoon. It's hard to draw. Yeah, this fur. is live action. This yeah. isn't a cartoon. So, but I, I thought the, the Pikachu design in this was great. I thought it was, I thought it was yeah. fine. And it was interesting in the same article. I'll, I'll tweet it out. He, he talks about how they had this back and forth with the Pokemon company, which is the company that owns the rights to, to everything Pokemon. And they had to go back and forth with them about like, okay, what can you do? What can't you do? Because the Pokemon company was worried about having the same, uh, issue that they had. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess not issue, but the issue that Sonic the Hedgehog is having now. Oh, which is what? Well, have you seen the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? I have. Ha- oh, okay. So how he looks ridiculously awful. Yeah. The teeth okay, and eyes. Well, and- it, here's the thing. I saw uh, kind of a meme clip where, you know, where you see Sonic and then the... Yeah. And he's on the road and then the the cop re- registers like some ridiculous speed, like 700 something miles per hour. And he's like shaking his head. Well, I saw a really bad... It, for me, it was in bad taste. And where you saw um, Dominic in... Um, Oh, I forget what. Uh, oh, uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker's yeah. character. So you, you have the Charger and the, the white Supra from the end of um, Fast Five Furious or whatever. Seven. Yeah, whichever one. Yeah. And they're on the. And so uh, uh, you see them, like Dominic looks over and Paul Walker looks over. And, uh, and then you see the cars and then you see the, you know. And it was like, oh, it's just kind of bad taste. <laughs> That's you know what I mean? Really it was stupid. like, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I, I see. Yeah, no. That's I, dumb. I, I, so it didn't sit with me. Yeah. Because 
I mean, I mean being, it's not an official thing. But it was an official thing, but it was an internet thing, and it was like, oh, this is this is bad. But you've seen the character design, yes. Okay, yeah. And I mean, then it I looks saw the creepy. Trailer. It looks creepy, yeah. right? It's the teeth and everything. Anyways, Nintendo didn't want to. Sorry, not Nintendo. The Pokemon Company. They they were really working hard about like, don't give them fingernails, don't give them eyelashes. We want to keep this this look, this like cutesy look that's very um, prominent and important in Japanese culture and, and, and sure. animation. And I think it works great by just straight up doing photorealistic versions of these Pokemon because yeah. the, I thought each, each character and it felt like the world was real Yeah, and it was and it felt pretty lived in. Um, you had mentioned that you actually wanted more of the city stuff. Yeah. Like that I noir. Did. Yeah, again, like I didn't have, I didn't have super high expectations, but when they went to um, rhyme city, mm -hmm. I want, and it was, you know, futuristic. And so I kind of wanted more of that Blade Runner vibe. Yeah. And it, Cause it kind of had it. It does for a little it kinda bit. It kind of has it and, but it doesn't completely get there. Um, and it looks great when it, they do it. It, it it did neon. I just and everything. wanted a little bit sure. more of that. Yeah, it would have been. Not, I mean, that's where their budget went, though. Was yeah. that city? There's right. so many Pokemon, and the city isn't real. None of it's real. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think they shot some of it in like Vancouver, but then everything else is CG, and you can tell. I mean, yeah. not in a bad way that you can tell, but you you look like there's there's a hundred yeah, million not, dollars I'm, in that city. I'm not, I'm not upset that it's. I know it's CG. Yeah. So I'm not. You know, it doesn't have to be like. Like you don't have to try to hide that fact. Right. That it's. It was just there's there was more detail that I was expecting. Yeah, and, I wish and, the story would have stayed there a little longer. And that's part of part of the why I wanted more budget for the the CG. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Which they they you know the speaking of budget, it was 150 million that they that they threw at it. I'm yeah. Give, and and that was probably on the safe side. You know, I think, you know, you mentioned the comment that they were safe in the story. I think they were safe in the release. I mean, the release time could have been a little bit later. Yeah. They were they were safe in the budget, you know. Um, it, I, it wasn't a full commit, I, you know, and I think I think they, they're on to something that could have legs. Yeah. And well, just, I mean, it almost beat Avengers Endgame at the box office yeah. for the weekend. I mean, it's Avengers Endgame's second weekend, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a behemoth of a movie and it almost beat it out. Yeah. Um, well, it's cause everybody's seen it. I know. Now. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, but poke, I mean, I, I think, I think the next one that they do, they'll, they'll understand that like, look, we, this worked the first time. Yeah. Let's, let's put some more effort into it. Yeah. Not to say that these guys didn't do any effort. No, um, it was but, great. Yeah. They definitely, it was, um, for what it was, I think it landed well. I think it probably landed better than they expected. Yeah. And, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they take it from here. Let's so. talk about some of the crew real quick. Uh, directed by Rob Letterman, mm -hmm. who he did um, the CG movie Monsters and Aliens, mm -hmm. uh, animated movie. And then he did Gulliver's Travels with Jack Black. And Monsters then, versus Aliens, right? Sorry, Monsters versus Aliens. Yeah. I was thinking was Cowboys fun. and Aliens. That, I, I, <laughs> there's a line in that that I still use today. What's that? It's, it's okay, what's... What's your monster name? Like, what do people call you when they're running and you're, and they're like, Susan. <laughs> Ooh, Susan. Oh, I even scared myself. Dude, it, it, it's so funny. And it, because my sister-in-law's name is Susan. <laughs> yeah, that works. 
<laughs> so you, you pull not, that every time not, you see her? Not that she's scary, mm. but I do get a lot of mileage yeah, out of it. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> uh, he also did Gulliver's Travels with Jack Black. Yes, and then Goose, that was cool. Goosebumps 2015 yep. with Jack Black. Um, this is his first... Uh, this is the first movie that he's done that I've seen. I didn't see Monsters vs. Aliens. And I've seen all the other ones. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. We have kids. So that I makes sense. But kids, yeah. Um, it, this kind of feels like, um, and I don't mean this in a terrible way, um, kind of a Christopher Columbus situation, or Chris Columbus, I guess is what he's called. But uh, Chris Columbus, he did Home Alone 1 yep. and 2. But then he also did Harry Potter 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of your, I don't know, he feels like a really, oh, he also did that Christmas chronicles right that we hated you hated it i hated it you didn't get to the end i couldn't do it it was garbage moving on it wasn't total garbage you just needed to get to it wasn't a steaming pile but it was you needed to get past the the uh, rough part the the rough part was the kid (laughs) actors and that was the whole thing yeah anyways he did that also not a fan of personally, but this, um, you know, Rob Letterman doing this, he, it feels kind of like a Christopher Columbus situation where he's kind of like a safe director, mm, you know, where yeah. he's, he's not, he's not outside the box. He's not like a, not that Tarantino would ever do a movie like this, but you no. know, he's not, he's not a real, or he's Robert not an Rodriguez, auteur. Yeah. yeah. He's not an auteur yeah. director or anything like that. Although Robert Rodriguez did spy kids he and, and uh, shark boy and lava girl. So, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's way out he there. Um, that's actually, that's probably and then a he similar did too. Well, that's true. Yeah. So that's probably a yeah. similar genre to this. I yeah. mean, mostly CG yeah. with everything, but um, I think, I think he did a great job with what he had. He did. He There's did. a lot of really interesting moments. And I think the, the direction is really good in this. It's solid. It's really solid. This movie's not going to win any awards. Maybe visual effects or sound design. It might be nominated. It ain't going to win though. Not in, not in a year when Avengers in game comes out, no. but, um, I think this was a really solid direction. A lot of good moments that I think the beats were there. The editing is really, I think, pretty solid. And this is a hour 47, 40, I think. Yeah, 40, yeah, hour 47. Yeah, like um, and it feels good. It feels like a good yeah. pace for it. Yeah, I, I would have, I would have yeah. liked to have lived in the world longer, but I think that's just a thing of like, I enjoyed it. I liked it. So I want more of it, you know, right. yeah. not We're definitely that it not needs questioning it. global warming anymore. <laughs> the Tataran, the Tataran, Tataro uh, garden. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that was. Oh, it was great. That's a yeah. really good scene. Um, that's a spoiler. Not really, but uh, yeah. Okay. The, so it's, uh, yeah, not to get too spoilery, but one thing, my, my initial, reaction was um, I was disappointed that they gave too many of the gold nuggets away in the trailer. Yeah, you said this, and I, yeah, I you're probably right. I'm the more like, I think about it, I think you're right. Like, like I get it. When you're cutting a trailer, you, you want to put some nuggets in there that get people to go see the movie. Yeah. I think because of what the movie was, you're going to get a, a, a significant kid, family, teen, audience that's going to go see it because i mean pikachu is you know culture cultural phenomenon yeah um and people are just want to go see it and it was great it was great entertaining but cutting the trailer when you give away too many of the the great nuggets and comedic moments or or um any any of the bigger moments in the film through through the trailer i that I, I don't like that. It really irritates me. Yeah, because, it doesn't give you a whole lot of meat yeah, on the bone like, when you get in there. Yeah, it's like, okay, I understand you got to do that for the sales aspect of it, 
but don't give away, don't, don't sell the farm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and give everything away in the trailer because then, you, you know, you're like, oh, oh yeah, you see it coming. Yeah. And it's, you don't you laugh know, as hard as you might yeah, have. And it's and like, oh yeah, come yeah. on guys. Like, you know, because you get a lot of probably the best moments in the trailer. I think the biggest moments yeah. you get in the trailer. Um, aside from that, though, I think the one thing that helps in this is that you have Ryan Reynolds is constantly on. Yeah. In this as yeah. as Pikachu. Which I was I, I'm like coming from Ryan Reynolds doing Deadpool and and no, you know, like he's gonna do Pikachu, and it's it's not it's a PG rated film versus you know the R rating and, and yeah, he's got and, kids though know, he gets it. Yeah, he does, and he's got he's got gears, so yeah. I know he can do it. But it, it's just from an audience perspective, it's like, oh, how is he going to do yeah. this? You know, because yeah, there's a lot of people that are probably like, all they're hearing is Deadpool when right. he's talking. Yeah, and they're, they're just loving his snarky. Yeah. It is a little different. You know? It's like, it's in a slightly different tone. It feels sure. like, yeah. Um, so it, it, and uh, he kills it. He he's does a, so good in it. He does a fantastic. And the writing was good. So, and I don't know how much yeah. of it's just like ad libbed or not. Yeah. I'm sure some of it there's is. so much of it. I mean, it's almost, and you would think this would be annoying, but he almost is never not talking. Like he's always talking. Yeah. There's like a moment happens. He says something, but the way that they handle it. And this goes back to the direction. I think is it's, it's never up front. It's not always up front when right. he says his quip or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like something might happen to justice Smith, who's the other main actor in this. And you just kind of vaguely hear like, him go on, like say a line, like, Oh yeah, great. Or, you know, like something, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'm trying to get a thousand steps in this hour, right, you know, which yeah. is in the trailer, but there's yeah. a lot of stuff like and that. I got 20,000 steps to get a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. On. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of those throughout the whole movie that I feel like, uh, if you would have had anybody else do this, I, it probably wouldn't be as enjoyable as it is. Yeah. At least for me. Yep. Um, but having him do that and having somebody that's so, talented and just voice quips because that's yeah. all they're doing in Deadpool is right. just they're 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 saying stuff on set but then they're going back in the in the ADR and doing whatever they yeah. want. Um which ADR advanced dialogue replacement mm-hmm. if that's what you if you didn't know that. And um but this there's so many there's so many great moments that are in the trailer but I think what really makes it is just everything kind of in between it for me. It's the whole thing with him and just, and I think Justice Smith does a really great job interacting with this entirely CG it, character. He does, yeah. And they're kind of back and forth and then them butting heads. It's really good. Um, you know, yeah, you know, it's funny because in the beginning there, you know, he was, you know, resistant and there's some, there's some awkwardness, but it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, and it could be construed as, okay, it's like, it's awkward him interacting, but it's kind of that way when, you know, if you break it down, like in a, in a, in the beginning of a relationship, there's going to be some awkwardness. Yeah. And we'll listen to episode one, two, and three of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working it out. Yeah. Um, but it, it actually works for the storyline. really does. So whether that was intentional or not, I mean, it, it, it just plays really well, right? Into yeah. That. It has to be because yeah. there's so much buildup too on the yeah. side. There's a lot of little things like when they go to his bedroom, his childhood bedroom, and yeah. there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of backstory yeah. to it that, um, is if you're not like 
really paying attention, you might kind of miss that. Yeah. And there's a lot of really good build up to the character and why he doesn't have his own Pokemon and yeah. then why this Pikachu is going to be a big deal and all this. Um, and it's really great. And um, there's, I want to talk about the cinematography real quick because there was a couple moments in this where I'm like, man, that CGI looks really grainy or, mm. you know, well, not just the CGI, but the scene as a whole looks grainy and, but the CGI matches, you know, yeah. this was shot on 35 millimeter, like really? actual film. I was really wow. shocked because most, well, that makes sense now yeah most cg yeah. heavy movies are digital now just because sure. of greens keying keying is, is easier and um but this i was really surprised but yeah. it, i think it really helped kind of sell the organicness of the pokemon at least the pikachu <sighs> is having an actual you know organic even, even though it's completely computer generated they still had to go in and do a green that matched right, yeah. and everything and, yeah. and, and bring it into that world and the cinematographer um is this guy named john matheson He's done, uh, gosh, he's done a lot of stuff, but the last thing he did, uh, Mary Queen of Scots that had a bunch of, uh, oh, right. stuff last year for the Oscars or yeah. I guess this year, technically. And then, uh, the man from uncle, which mm -hmm. is, uh, the guy that, uh, um, he just did that King Arthur movie a couple of years ago, which he, this guy also DP. Oh but yeah. Um, and then he did, um, snatch and, uh, lock, oh, stock and two wait, smoking wait, barrels. Wait, yeah. Oh, and, oh my um, gosh. It's going to kill me. Oh gosh. Yeah. Guy okay. Ritchie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie. So yeah. Uh, man from uncle. And then he did Logan and have you seen Logan yet? You still haven't seen Logan yet. No, hey, guess I, what? He I, dies I, at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I gathered that. Yeah. From Deadpool two, <laughs> he was playing with a little toy at the beginning of it. And it's, it's the toy of the ending scene of Logan. Oh, is that what <laughs> yeah. that is? Yeah. It's okay. pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good because that movie came out like, two months after Logan did. I'm, so kind of losing my nerd card here Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Logan is the, one of the best comic book movies ever made. Yeah. Uh, it, it just movie in general. It was, so here's uh, to my defense. It was dark. It was probably a little dark for my 12 year old, my movie it's, buddy. Yes. And so it's, it's I, hard. And I, and I got advice about that and they're like, yeah, that's probably too much for her. It's hard. R. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's graphic yeah. and um, language is rough. Yeah. It, it's definitely not. Language I'm not apocalypse. concerned about as a parent because she's probably heard it a lot worse at school. At school so yeah, I know I did. Th yeah, th yeah, thank you, Unified School System. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how unified it is, but <laughs> unified in, in cursing. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so that was that was my reasoning. Now I could have went and saw it myself. But yeah. yeah, there's still time. You should you should check it out though. Uh, uh, actually, I've got it on Blu-ray. I'll let you just borrow it. Sweet. You got a PS4? You can do it. Yeah. Well, the other thing um, with Justice Smith is I, I I hated him in another movie that I saw last year, which was Jurassic Park. And sorry, Jurassic. Yeah. You know he what? was in Jurassic World. He's in Jurassic World too. Really? Yeah. He's in Fallen Kingdom. He's the kid Wait. that just screams around the whole time with Bryce Dallas Howard. He has glasses. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. I know. And I couldn't stand him in that movie because mm. it's all he did was like scream and, and run around. Mm -hmm. um, and I just didn't like that movie in general. I thought it was 
like awful, just a mess of whatever. But he totally crushed it. Oh, in he's this. so good in this, yeah, it, which made me really excited for like whatever else he's going to do. Because yeah, he, he, got, was, he got out of that stereotype really quick. Yeah. Because I was worried he was going to be another like, you know, you get a, like a character actor who always plays the same type of person. I sure, was worried yeah. he was going to be that nerdy, yeah. like scared kind of. But he goes through action beats and, and he feels kind of like. Uh, I don't want to say like a leading man, but like a, a leading young adult for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I thought, I thought he did a, a fantastic job for, I don't know how old he is, but um, you know, on the younger side, but there, I mean, he definitely had layers and dimensions to him and, and, you know, not like, okay, we're talking, we're talking about acting chops in, in Pokemon. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> yeah, which which, is, you which have seems to. ironic, you but have to. it's not. I mean, he does, he, he carries himself with Ryan del- Reynolds' yeah. voiceover and, and he, yeah. And he delivers on, on the angst that, I mean, he totally sells it. Yeah. Like I, there is no question. He's that 24, by you, the way. You believe, you you believe that he had the angst of, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but there's yeah. some angst that he carries and, and he does it well. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into spoilers? Not really a whole lot to talk about. Um, well, we well, can get into a couple. Because the trailer spoils the Yeah, it doesn't it. spoil the two biggest it, twists, yeah. though. Oh, it's so very twisty. <laughs> uh, let's just get into spoilers. So what do you, I mean, right, would you recommend? Spoiler reckon, alert. Hang on. Well, wait, wait. Pause the spoiler alert. Would you recommend this movie? I would. Well, what kind of person would. would you recommend the movie I mean, to? you're, you're going to get more out of it if you're familiar with Pokemon. Oh, for sure. If you've played Pokemon, if you play Pokemon Go, even if you're the dad of the kids that are playing Pokemon and, and if you've gotten down on, on their level and, and had some Pokemon time with them, I would recommend it. It's, yeah. it, 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 it it's not just for kids. It works for adults. It's a fun ride. Yeah. Um, even if you don't have experience with Pokemon, it's going to be a fun. It, it, it's lighthearted and it, it is. It feels it's a fun family movie. Yeah. It feels kind of like a nineties movie in, a, in a good, in a good way, does, in yeah. a good way. I, yeah. I don't mean that it's cheesy and garbage, no, you know I mean? No. And I'm not just saying that for nostalgia's sake. It just, it feels kind of like a harken back to yeah, that kind of kind adventure. safe. Yeah. yeah you family know. friendly. Yeah. Yes. You're not going to, um, yeah. all right, let's spoiler warning. Let's do it. Boop, boop, boop. Spoilers ahead. Boop, boop. If you haven't seen Pokemon Detective Pikachu, then stop this podcast now and go and watch it. Then return to this timestamp and continue to listen. You have been forewarned. I got some edit points on that. We could probably cut that in half. It's a little long. (laughs) Yeah, but it was fun. Anyway, spoilers for (laughs) Detective Pikachu. Um, It had its own uh, Infinity War moment with a snap, didn't it? Where it turned all of the humans into morphing them oh, into the Pokemon, yeah, and yeah, it felt yeah. very Infinity War, yeah. where like they're all watching yeah. it happen to yeah. other Pokemon, and yeah. It, yeah, I was like, whoa, they just got rid of half the population. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, you know, it's interesting because at that moment it was like, oh, because it, it felt like earlier, it felt when the police chief was like, when he was like, no, let me show you this footage. Like it felt like he was on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Like he was trying to hide it. I think they were trying to play it like that. Cause and, it was really quick. And, and, yeah. but, but when he vaporized into right. a Pokemon or yeah. like assimilated or whatever, <laughs> and that's a good word. It, it, yeah, assimilated. It, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
then it was like, oh, he's not part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the twist, there's like three major twists. One yeah. is the ditto being able to turn into oh, a human. that was a good one. Which I didn't see that, coming at I all. I didn't see that one coming at all. And I was like, oh, well yeah. done. Because well then once, once it turns into the ditto, you're like, oh, the pink clothes make so much sense now. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. and then the eyes, yeah. and they're the weird ditto eyes. Oh yeah. my God. It's so but you didn't unsettling. See it because the glasses before. It's so unsettling. It wasn't. It was like, yeah. it's it, kind of It was weird looking. Yeah. Um, but I did like that um, the guy, you know, you think it's this son that's the bad guy the whole time right, and then yeah. it twists and it's the dad and that's, that, that's kind of, you can see that kind of coming. But then for it to not be both the son and the dad doing it, the son got killed kidnapped basically and right, the ditto yeah. was being the son i liked that a lot yeah, i liked that, that a, he was not this bad guy too and oh it's so very twisty. yeah and then the <laughs> twist did you see the ryan reynolds twist at the end oh where, i didn't see that coming okay. either okay. that was so, totally cool so that's the ending that i knew of oh, from okay. the game because it's the same in the game oh it is yeah um that's the whole thing is all of a sudden he starts getting his memories back and then you find out that it's his dad the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people, my wife included, didn't see it coming. They didn't know I did. about I it. I had and no idea. Me knowing it though, going into it, um, I, th- I felt it was really obvious because they never showed the actor's face right. for the dad. Right. Yeah. But now I've heard from multiple people that didn't know that they had, they didn't think of it. They didn't even think about that. Right. So it's, it's yeah. really interesting to me because I, to me, I was like, guys, you're giving away everything here by not showing this. Clearly it's Ryan Reynolds. Like, uh-huh. and it wasn't, it's some stunt man probably. Right, they yeah. just got him for that last shoot. Right. Um, Cause he looks like he just showed up in the clothes he wears every day right. from his aviation gym right. or something, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's got his glasses on it. I, I was, I was happy they did that though, Yeah. that they actually, you know, it is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. You know, um, it wasn't just some other character or something and, or the other actor, but well, and, and because up to that point, um, you don't think that his dad is going to be white. Well, yeah, because he's, he, he's, I mean, he's mixed, mixed, but you, you don't know, really he's kind of think mulatto, too but much about you know, it. You don't think about it, but yeah. you, you don't, like I, that came out, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was good. And then it was good. Um, it was good. For somebody who didn't, didn't know, yeah, it was good. A lot of the backstory with Justice Smith's character being, you know, his mom passed away when he's 11 and then he, and um, he was bitter. He lived yeah. with his grandma. And he didn't have know. his own Pokemon then, yeah. because he, he never felt like he belonged anywhere and he right. didn't, you yeah. know, and a lot of, a lot of really good backstory I thought yeah. with that. Um, they're already um, planning on green lighting another one. Yeah. Um, they're waiting to see how this did, but Legendary Pictures, who distributed it, is ready to go. Um, oh, well, yeah. And as, I mean, as well as it did, I mean, I totally did it. Did you see what I did there? What? Like a Tony Stark to Captain, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So I don't have not, any coordinates for you. You're not half dying in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like, who told you that? He wiped my face with a planet and then the. <laughs> Wizard gave away the store. Uh, it's such a good line that he <laughs> he acknowledges that he threw a moon at him. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, ridiculous but, that movie. That whole. Yeah. Uh, I love anyway, it. Anyway, so yeah, so I. Um, no, I mean, to, considering how well it did in the shadow of Endgame, I'm like, yeah, you would have to be foolish not to greenlight. Yeah, it one. made 28 million on Friday yeah. alone, and that's yeah. that's big for a movie that 
you know, had took a chance really. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pokemon's huge, but 28 million in the U S yeah. is good for that. I mean, I know it's still big in Japan, uh, more so than here probably, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of more of this. I want them to do a cinematic universe or whatever they want to call it just because there's so many opportunities here. I think. Yeah. I mean, you got, you've got a ton of characters, you got a ton of stories, you've got decades of, yeah. of, of, uh, cultural, um, beloved relevance. Yeah. You know, Ash, yeah. you introduced Ash and all the guys from the, the Brock and, and Misty from the cartoon, you know, and like, yeah. you haven't even done that yet. Right. Which I think was really smart for them to introduce this world with kind of this could be one-off story that isn't really connected, you know, cause yeah. by the end of this Pikachu is Pikachu again, he's yeah. not Ryan Reynolds anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what they'll do then if like, is Ryan Reynolds going to be running around in the next one him himself with right. Pikachu or, you know, like what does the sequel look like? Right. Um, another thing that you, because you, because everybody loves Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. I know. I mean, so how do you not, how, how do you not yeah. force him back into that again? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I think the twists were, you know, a couple predictable, a couple very shocking. Uh, so I, I thought it was great. Um, yeah. I, I can't wait to see what else they do with this world. And I'm excited that it was a pretty good home run for the first try. If I were to sum it up in one word, it's fun. Yeah. This movie's fun. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of fun. And I think that's been kind of a good thing with uh, Warner Brothers and Legendary lately is, yeah. um, you know, Shazam was fun. Yeah. Um, oh, and the trolling of the, the, yeah, the entire. Yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. Thank you, Warner. That yeah. was good. Good. Well played. <laughs> that's, you know, them doing that. And then uh, now this Detective Pikachu and then their next one is going to be Godzilla King of the Monsters in a couple of weeks. Yes. Which that's just going to be fun. I'm too. super excited about, you know, my one complaint. Godzilla's head is too small. Dude, it is. It it's like for small. somebody who grew up watching Godzilla on TV. Yeah. Which actually had a person walking around. I know. Uh, you I know, too. Um, the, it, just the proportion of his head. I does get it. it. I mean, it looks more lizard-like, which I understand. And it makes sense. But... I need his head to be more proportioned like the like his head just needs to be bigger or he needs to go on a diet or that because he's a little he's a little hefty a little thick yeah I mean yeah okay but that's gonna be another fun movie I think I don't think it's gonna be uh, you know an Oscar winner best picture movie but it's gonna be fun um, so I'm excited for I'm excited for them to keep doing these fun movies like, yeah quit doing these downers that are, you know, Batman versus Superman and, and give me fun <laughs> movies again. Um, if you, if you have to be the, the production company that does it, then that's, that's your, not that's everything your can now. be a win. Not so. everything can, and not everything can be in game. You know, not everything makes $3 billion and that's fine. It hasn't made three already. Not yet. Has it, has it, no, it hasn't passed Avatar yet. It's getting close though. That's what we're hoping it's for. But here's down, the thing. I mean, Avatar's had ten years. Titanic's mm. had twenty years to get to where to get to there. That, and this is two weeks. That's uh, going off box office though, the numbers yeah. that they're competing against. But I know, but you're talking about re releases and that type of thing yeah, I as wonder, well. I wonder so, if it's just original release or not. But I don't think so. I'm I not think gonna look it's, it up. I think it's uh um all time yeah hmm. it's all time well that about does it i think does it yeah is it does yeah it really? we talked about it yeah we talked about a movie yeah we did i thought it was good yeah it's yeah, good it's good <laughs> you want to close this out yeah it'll be fun yeah close this out it'll be fun are you sure about this yeah it'll be fun well i think that about wraps it up for this episode thank you guys so. for listening 
Um, you can find Zach. Where can you find Zach? <laughs> <laughs> you can find Zach on Instagram at Zach Abbott's. Um, He's not really on Twitter. No, although I did tweet at AMC you last did. week after a and, terrible and experience. And you mentioned you were going to tweet a couple of other things here. Yeah, I'll the, tweet it through the Easy Podcast, okay. which is yep. uh, at the Easy Podcast yep. on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, and then we got next week is John Wick 3. John Wick 3. I am going to go to the Thursday showing. Oh, you are? I'm going oh. to Friday. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, yeah. This is one that I'm probably going to see multiple times. It's a great series. And from what I've been hearing, it sounds like it's awesome. So it's not just about a dog. No, it's about a car too. Ooh, yeah. The Mustang. Mm -hmm. Anyways. uh, And then after that is Godzilla. Yep. Which I don't know when we'll talk about because we also have Cinegear that same week. Yep. So we'll probably push Godzilla back. I mean, a couple we could weeks. go see Godzilla when we're in LA. Well, I'm seeing Godzilla Thursday night before we drive to, to LA. So uh, when you, when are you going to LA? Um, we're probably going to leave Wednesday night. Okay. So, so I'll be there. Yeah, Friday at around noon. Okay. And then unless I can get you there unless, earlier, unless I need to be there earlier, which mm. might be a possibility. Yeah. We so just a little heads up. We've got some very exciting guests coming up. We're not going to tell you exactly who just yet because we're working that out, but we we do have some confirmations and and uh look forward to some some industry professionals coming on and yeah. we're 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 excited about bringing you guys more value. It's going to be really awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm super excited for these guys. Um yeah, you'll you guys will know as soon as we can tell you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh it's it's going to be awesome. So look be on the lookout for those especially for the Cine Gear week. We'll probably have a couple of episodes for Cine Gear just because of time. I'll probably split them up into different parts. Um, I don't, I don't want to release a four hour episode. Sure. No. And then, you know, it'd be cool when, you know, I know you, as you guys are listening to this, if you guys have any ideas about what you'd like to hear, um, if you would like to hear us cover some gear stuff while we're at sending gear or even going forward, um, more, uh, behind the scenes, more industry interviews, yeah, if you have um, any questions that you want us to ask, yeah, just people, let, us, let know. us know. Hit us at the Easy Podcast Show at gmail.com and we would be happy to oblige those requests. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Or you can tweet at us too. Yep. Hit us up at the Easy Podcast on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Send us some stuff. DM us if you need to. Uh, Eric's on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube at Eric Thurston. Yep. Uh, links in the in the description here. Uh, that about does it, doesn't it? Uh, that's it okay alright guys until next time have fun have fun